Hey everyone, I'm Greg, owner and head writer of Whiskey Culture, and we have Orion, our co-writer and operations manager here for another episode of the Whiskey Culture podcast, your window into the wide world of whiskey. Today, we're going to be discussing the news from Buffalo Trace that there is going to be no 2021 stag release, uh, which is a little crazy. Yeah, for real. I mean, stag is is a favorite of uh, a lot of people, myself included. Um, I've had, yeah, I mean, I've had most of the BTAC line. Actually, I've had all the BTAC line at this point. And um, stag is just one that I, I really enjoy. I know it's one of the the less hyped ones. Usually it's William LaRue Weller or Eagle Rare 17. Um, but stag has a special place in my heart. It was the first BTAC bottle I got. Um, and I am a fan of the fact that it can hit 130 proof without uh, sacrificing on flavor. It's just the heat doesn't overpower it too much. It's really good. Um, Orion, I mean, we got a ton of messages uh, from different people just about the fact that Stag was not going to be uh, around this year. I mean, we've seen the price shoot up everywhere. Yep. Um, I mean, w- what are your thoughts on on just the fact that there's not going to be a 2021 release? Well, it's good and it's bad, right? Because yeah, they don't want to sacrifice quality, which is upstanding. I'm glad that a distillery would like to do that in terms of retaining customers as opposed to pushing a bad product. So that's nice. But it's also bad because we don't get to try 2021 stag. Yeah, that's one of those things is is we were talking about it just a little bit ago, how much uh, money. I mean, they're, they're going to face a lot of backlash. They're going to uh, lose a uh, percentage of sales. Obviously, they're a massive distillery. Probably one year of stag is a drop in the bucket. But the amount of press that they're getting, the amount of backlash that they're getting, two things. One, it's going to hurt. Uh, but two, I, I mean, I think they're doing the right thing. It's. I don't think it's necessarily fair that they're getting the backlash that they're receiving yeah i mean it's no press is bad press right so with them not releasing a 2021 stag and everybody talking about it that's probably almost as good as spending a million dollars on marketing as they got back for not releasing it you know yeah i mean the thing is is i i can respect buffalo trace because when you get a release like that even if the stag release is not phenomenal uh, this year or not not great, you know people are still going to buy it. They're still oh, yeah. going to buy it all up. They could have released it if they really wanted to, but absolutely they didn't. Yeah, it's 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 like a, not a moral high ground that they took, but it's good to know that they being as you know they just dropped one point two billion dollars right to expand their company, so they're not hurting money wise. They got yeah. a ton of cash. And then for them to pick the customer over sales is a really nice thing. Being as gigantic as they are. Exactly. And it's, that's exactly where I'm going with that is that they, they could have just released stag junior. I mean, stag uh, this year, 2021 release, people would have been like, Oh, it's not as good as the other stag releases, or it's not that great. Um, And we've seen single barrels of certain other, uh, you know, certain other releases with other companies just not be that great. And they just still, they'll put them out anyways, cause they're, they're going to sell, they're going to, yeah. um, 
you know, people are still going to get them. They're still going to go on secondary. People are still going to be crazy about them. But, you know, Buffalo Trace just came out and was like, this does not meet our expectation. It doesn't meet the quality standard. And so we're, we're just going to forsake. I mean, I couldn't imagine being in the marketing department for that when they had to make that decision. Yeah, that would have been a little rough, but uh, an unnamed chocolate malt that we both had. I wish that their marketing team had made that decision instead of releasing yeah. that because <laughs> we tried that and it was, it was something else. Something yeah, else. It was, uh, yeah, not, not to name names. And it's not one that we've tried or covered recently. It's from a couple of years past, but uh, we were up in, in Kentucky a while ago and we tried a certain chocolate malt and um, probably about two years ago now. And it just um, was not great, but but that's the thing is that there's there's distilleries that they're going to fall back on their name. You know, they're going to fall back on the fact that yeah. everybody knows who they are. They can get, you know, this product out and they can, uh, you know, the, the people are going to buy it anyways. And they just decide, let's go ahead and release it. Doesn't matter how it tastes, people will buy it. But I think that Buffalo Trace, you know, and I think it has a little bit to do with the fact that they're not hurting for the money necessarily. They're not. Yeah. Hurting for the marketing the exposure. Yeah, they have the freedom to do that. But the fact that they did, I think it, it wins some brownie points for me that they were. Yeah, they didn't have to. They could have just gone about it as normal, but they decided not to. I mean, it's gonna, it's driven the prices up like crazy. I mean, we've seen stag just in the last day spike like almost twice the price. But That's pretty uh, nice. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I've never seen stags go for this, like this, you know, within this, the year ranges that they are. But uh, I mean, I think we're going to have that hiccup, but we're going to go to, you know, 2022, there's going to be less in the market, which is, is something that's crazy because there's already mass shortages of this stuff and come be taxis. I mean, this last season for allocated whiskey, you know, uh, you know, Pappy, BTAC, all of this stuff, it all came out. And it just felt like there wasn't enough probably from COVID, you know, the, the supply chain was disrupted. And so there just wasn't as many bottles to go around and people went crazy that there wasn't all of this. Now we're pulling out a major line, probably one of Buffalo Trace's most produced allocated uh, bottles in the BTAC line specifically. Uh, and we're pulling that out. I mean, that's kind of like the filler yeah, in that hunting season, so it's going to be especially dry. So I'm I'm curious to see how people respond to that ravenously for other things. I'm ravenously, yep. yeah. But it, it's crazy, you know. You have all of these these um, large uh, liquor stores that do these these releases. People wait in line 24 hours, and I mean they're going to everyone's going to be short. You know, 12 to you know 12 to 18 more tickets. Yeah, and they're going to be next year too. Rough. Just imagine SAG next year. Headline's going to get even yeah, longer and, because of it. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things like we're we're just pulling. It's like pulling. Uh, you know, you have the ecosystem, and and it's like you're pulling out one of the <laughs> one of the uh, pieces of the ecosystem, and it's just the whole thing's going to be shaken up by it. Yep. But you know, it's one of those things, though. I mean, it's also a bit delicate because you're talking typically about a whiskey that's over 125 almost every time, you know, it floats around there, but it can get up past 130. And you're talking about these, these releases, they do have to be something exceptional. 
they have to be really good to be able to carry that flavor and, and to have those flavors stand up to the amount of time that it's in the barrel. Yeah. And the proof, I mean, you have to have an exceptional whiskey in my opinion, above 115, it has to be truly exceptional for you to be able to pull off balancing the flavor profile and the heat. Otherwise, it can just be a complete dud. What do you think they're going to do with all that uh, reject? Um, I'm not sure. That's a good question. I wonder if it's going to make its way into something else. Could be. Or if it's going to be... <clears throat> You know, I, I, maybe they'll just get rid of it, but um, I think they're gonna stick it back in a be... barrel and make it a take a chance on experimental. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that what you're gonna do. I mean, I mean, they're expanding so much; they've they've got to have at least the space to just let it sit for a while longer. Yeah, you know, and it may be that 2021's release waits a year or two, and it becomes 2022, 2023's release. You know, or or something like that. We I don't know because these aren't uh, single barrels; they're just you know they're uncut, they're batched, unfiltered. Right? Yeah, they're batched. Yeah, and so I mean that's the thing is like you you could theoretically blend and have you know a much larger release. I wonder if they did it uh, the the rejection after or before the uh, the blending. You know that that's a that's an interesting because that would factor into a lot of what they're going to do with it now that it's rejected. Because if they didn't batch it all together yet, you could totally just go wild with it. But if they, yeah, that you know, that is a good point. Yeah, and and that's the thing is I don't know if they just pulled it out of and they just tried different barrels and they were like no, yeah, or they pulled it together and they tried blending it. I mean, it's hard to say because I couldn't imagine having, you know, tens of thousands of bottles of something and not trying everything that you can to get it where you want it to be. Yeah. You know, save something rather than nothing. But, you know, if they batch it, you're right. Do they put it back into barrels after it's been batched and try continuing to age it and do an experimental or something? Because, yeah. I mean, there, unless it's just god awful. There's, there's got to be something you can do with it, you know, whether it's blending or or an experimental release or just sticking it back in the barrels and waiting and seeing what happens. Because whenever you and I go into Warehouse C, I mean, we've been to Buffalo Trace a number of times. They've got experimental barrels in there, yeah, all different kinds, and um, you know, those experimental barrels can be, all, I mean, they're all different kinds of stuff. They're all over the board. So, what would be another, you know, couple? hundred barrels or you know a couple dozen barrels yeah i can't see him wasting all that how old is stag um stag well it depends on the year i think they they pull it out at different times there's no uh, is there a minimum for funny stag enough there's no age statement yeah there's no age statement which uh tells us that it's at least hmm. you know it says straight bourbon whiskey so we know it's at least four years old but <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm not quite sure how long it is or how long it's aged, but um, I mean, there's no age statement on it, so theoretically, they could they could pull from that and blend to increase the production of other stags if it doesn't. What's your proof? You know, ruin the batch. 
What's your proof on that? Mine? Mm-hmm. Uh, 116.9. Okay. Yeah, I got 15, no less than 15 years on Sazerac on their website. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be... I, I, can we just talk about how upsetting it would be as a distiller to waste to open up years. those barrels literally one of the most anticipated releases of the year yeah. open it try it and it's just not that good yeah that'd be that has got to be so yeah that's got to be because i mean these things are like i'd imagine these barrels are like your they're like your children you know you've got these barrels sitting around especially some of the more allocated releases yeah it, okay um, they're all 15 but, years it looks like at least at least 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's crazy. I mean, 2006 at least is when it was put in and then to open it and just be like, no, there's nothing about this. We can save. That's rough. Yeah. But I mean, I, I gotta say again to their credit, at least they're not pushing something that's subpar. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) most recent awards is what I'm looking at right now. Uh, literally every year, <laughs> like a gold or a double gold. It's just nuts that they would have such an issue with this product that they don't even consider putting it in the bottle. Now, the conspiracy theory in me <laughs> says, <laughs> "Lay it on me." The conspiracy theory in me says they had some they had some low production the last couple of years with the supply chain. They're biting the bullet and they're just going to blend this whole year in with other stuff to increase the supply. But I, I don't think, I don't think they'd do that. They, that seems like something they would announce, but the conspiracy theory in mm. me, I, I had to think like, hey, are they just biting the bullet for a year, getting a ton of press, hyping up everybody's uh, possible. desire for stag. And then they're going to have increased distribution for the next couple of years as they blend it into each of their batches. But, you know, I don't know. You you always have to ask yourself with these giant companies, like, what's a marketing gimmick and what's not? But I, I think Buffalo Trace is, it's big enough that they, they don't really have to resort to that kind of thing. So yeah. it makes you think, like, definitely not. But you always you always wonder in the back of your mind there somewhere. <laughs> what craziness is going Anyways, on? But, I mean, it, it's crazy. We've seen this, this um, we've seen this flying around. Facebook, Instagram, everyone's posting it everywhere. I mean, it, it is causing a huge uproar in the community. Yeah. For sure. So it's it's a I mean, measured think, decision regardless, you know, regardless yeah. if it was to save face or to move later on down the road and have a larger collection with a higher production. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that that's the thing, though, is we're going to have one year of no stag. I mean, which I'm going to be entirely honest for a lot of people, especially, you know, places like Florida that, that we have smaller liquor companies that don't, they don't do lists. They don't do raffles. They don't do stuff like that. Most of, most of our bottles in Florida are gone before they even hit shelves, you know, liquor store managers, you know, some liquor store owners stuff, they're, they're taking the prize and passing it to their friends, which I mean, I, I don't blame them. If, if you have a bunch of bourbon buddies around I blame around them you, all. Because <laughs> that means I can't get I mean, any. 
Well, I mean, if, if you had a liquor store owner and you've got like three best friends that are into bourbon and you get three whoa, bottles whoa. of stag. In, you assume like, I have more than one do? friend here. This is completely unrealistic. <laughs> this is fake news. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that that's the thing, though. It's kind of hard to fault them. But, you know, then you get up into Tennessee, you get up into Kentucky where these there's the mega stores that just push tons of stuff and they get a huge amount. And the problem is, is most of the big, big stores, there's not like massive chain stores that are, that are local to Florida. It's all like total wine, ABC, all of these things that have these like reserve clubs and you have to spend thousands of dollars in store to get a shot. I mean, ABC, I just got into the vault today and the very best thing in the vault for ABC was a store pick of Buffalo trace. And that was my, my first invite in like four months. So, I mean, what do you, what do you do at that point? You know, you, you never know what you're going to get. And if I got invited now, odds are I'm not going to get invited when BTAC drops. Yeah. Um, and you just have no control over it. So it, it's difficult in certain places, other places, you know, if you're a, if you're a casual bourbon hunter and you're somebody that just enjoys it, but you have a traditional job, like you can't just pick up and wait in line for a raffle for, 36 hours. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of the hardcore bourbon hunters that get the stuff, but you know, for, for a lot of people, it's like the, every year they're like, maybe, maybe I'll get one. Maybe I'll get one this year. And then there's no, there's none for anybody this year, which means all the other stuff is going to get just completely obliterated. You know, you're, you're pulling tens of thousands of bottles out of uh, an allocation ecosystem during allocation season. You know, you've got a lot of people worried. That's why we're seeing all of this stuff online. People are freaking out. Yeah. Well, the good news is Stag Jr. still around. Um, still going to be here, still being released. It will stay with uh, me forever. And for those of you that, yeah, for those of you that do like uh, Stag, and for those of you that want to try Stag, I mean, Stag Jr. is the next best thing. It's just... And it is baby George T. Stag. Yeah. I, um, and it's good. Yeah, I've had a Stag Jr. that I preferred to a Stag release. Shockingly enough. Do you know which batch it was? I think it was one of the good ones. So it was like 12 or 9. As opposed to, I think, what was the one that was just kind of, eh, was it 10 or 11? I'm not sure. I think it might've been 11. Yeah. I think it was like bad. And then like 12 was like, yes, that's really good. But that, I mean, that's the thing though, is that some of these stag junior releases are phenomenal. And and for those of you, I, and it's not easy to get a stag junior, you know, it's, it's not easy. A lot of people, you know, it's difficult to get, but if you can get one, I mean, it's a, it's a great alternative, but Mm -hmm. there, I mean, there are some other barrel strength options that are just really, really good. Um, cat's eye has a light whiskey. It's a lot different. It's way sweeter, but I mean, those things are hitting, you know, 132 proof, 133 proof, and they're delicious. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that this year, this is going to be a good opportunity for people to expand and try new barrel releases and try new high proof things. It may be, you know, a blessing in disguise for some people who are just so fixated on, on George T. Stagg to, actually get out and try some other high proof barrel strength stuff that they might like, you know, you got a bottle share coming up, grab one, take it, share it with people. And 
yeah. you know, try it yourself. But there's a lot of other really good high proof whiskeys out there that aren't in the BTAC lineup that are way easier to get. Oh, way of course. Yeah. More affordable. That, uh, what was that? 46 makers, 46 cash strength. Oh yeah. Makers 46 was great. And that's, you good. know, that's around 50 bucks mm-hmm. and it's really, really good. Stag and, junior should know, be $50 just... as well. Should be keyword, but yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff that should be mm-hmm. less expensive, but you know, supply and demand drives it up. But, uh, you know, I, I guess if we had some parting thoughts for people, uh, listening to the podcast, I wouldn't freak out about George T. Stag. Um, there is going to be other years. It's going to have a bump, you know, in the ecosystem, but, um, be glad that this isn't the year that you find a George T. Stag on the shelf, open it and realize it's just terrible. You know, they saved you that heartbreak. <laughs> they saved you that. Yeah, that stress from, you know, cause you know, there would be people that this would be like, this is the first B tech I've ever got. I'm so excited. And then they open trash. it and they're, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it would be garbage. So, I mean, they, they saved a lot of people, a lot of frustration by pulling it rather than selling it. It, it may be blended into other stuff and increased production later on. They didn't say they weren't going to do that. They just said it didn't meet their expectations right now. Um, but there's an, a lot of other really, really good barrel strengths out there that you can try um, that would be just great uh, sub. Well, I wouldn't say substitutes, but would be great alternatives. Um, maybe we'll do an article here soon, uh, Orion. Maybe we'll do an article, you know, top five uh, barrel strength bourbons we enjoy to, you know, to substitute for stag or something. But if I were you guys, I wouldn't freak out. Um, it's better to do that than get a pour, open it, and realize it's just not good, especially with how hard they are to get. Um, I'd rather be saved that heartache. Um, but try some other stuff. Pretty good. Ryan, you have any uh, parting thoughts? Um, yeah, I think it's it's a good thing that they didn't do it ultimately. For pretty yeah. much everybody involved, it's great for them. Tons of press. Great for us. We don't have to try a terrible whiskey that costs a hundred bucks. So I think it's the yeah. right decision. That's the lesser of the two heartaches. So. Yeah. Ultimately I think it was the right thing for them to do. If they really think it's just not the quality that they want, then that's, that's what they have to do. You know, you have to pull it. You've got a reputation to uphold. You know, they're one of the, I mean, they are the king of bourbon. Uh, when it comes to allocated releases and, and demand, you know, consumer demand. And I mean, pulling it, it hurts, but it's a, it's a reputation thing at that point. And it's, it's being honest with the community that supports you so much. So I, you know, they got bonus points for me on doing that. I mean, I think that that was the absolute right decision. Well, I, I mean, with that, I think we're we're pretty much uh, out of time. Thank you all again for joining us here at the Whiskey Culture Podcast, where we talk about all things whiskey. Don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. You can sign up for that at whiskeyculture.com. And also sign up for our new Barrel Club for your shot at early access to our content, barrel picks, and really hilarious bloopers like the four times that Orion and I messed up when we were trying to start this podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. And we'll see you all next time.